It goes That's like 30 seconds. Stop. Yeah, but only part of that was recorded and part of it was strammed. Strammed. Hello and welcome to another episode of Space Time Talco. I'm your host, Chris, with Dave and Copyright Infringement. Yes, Copyright Infringement. Also known as me. <laughs> uh, there was an episode Kim and I have been watching something I can't remember what it was what it was we were watching but the name of the episode was Master Debater and I'm like oh Nate artist <laughs> <laughs> uh, formerly known as Master I, Debater I was formerly known aka AK47A can you make that your name? AK-47A? I mean, I could. It just sounds weird. The only reason his name is what it is right now is because I bet him he wouldn't change it to that. Yeah, I wish you had a better name. <laughs> he can always change it if he wants. Yeah, and then I'd have to change his thing so he doesn't have a teapot on his head anymore. Look, it's already on a hoodie. There's just there's no yeah. changing it anymore. Yeah, we, we can make new hoodies. <laughs> yeah, hoodies are easy. Especially now. We got Kim, Kim got a cricket. We can put things on everything. You can put a bird yeah, on it. She got a bug, and this bug makes sweaters. <laughs> and stickers. Right. Sweaters, stickers, I'll iron. I'll knit on. some fucking sweats. <laughs> I'll knit the shit out of this one. Uh, so, how have you guys been? I feel like I haven't talked to you in a while, even though I just saw Dave two days ago. Yeah, I think I, was on, I wasn't on the last podcast. I don't remember why. Grandmom stuff? Sounds right. Yeah. No, no, no. Yes, you were. Uh, that was the drunk podcast. What? Uh, Day or Nate probably doesn't remember much of the podcast. Mm. What about a podcast? <laughs> you say so. <laughs> the last podcast, drunk. You were a little bit drunk. Drunk. You were a little bit Nate. Nate. You were a little bit drunk. Mm, drunk. You were a little bit Nate. I just want to start by saying, right. I am not drunk. <laughs> There's am... no wood in my alcohol. <laughs> I don't get drunk. Drunk gets me. I don't get... <laughs> Drunk just gets me, man. I swear, Ossifer, <laughs> there is no blood in my alcohol system. <sighs> swear to drunk, you're not God. Swear to drunk, not God. Um, so, what you guys been up to? Anything? Are you, are you playing anything good? Watching anything good? I finished Legend of Korra on Netflix. Ooh, awesome! And then I started watching Dragon Prince. Ooh, awesome. Which is better than I thought it would be. How dare you not expect that to be good? I don't know. When I first saw it, it just looked kind of weird. It looked like another generic, like, kitty vomit show, basically. So did you and not know going in, or did you not know when it got announced that it was by some of the team from Avatar? I kind of did know that. Yeah. But... Again, I'm not I'm not confident about a lot of the kids' content that gets put up on Netflix. There are rabbit holes on Netflix you can go down, and they will take you to some very dark places. Well, it's because some of those TV shows are just brain rot. They're not even, you know. Yeah. Well, I don't even want to get into... I'm going to mention it in passing, and this is all I'm going to say about it, but Netflix basically posted child porn last month. <laughs> and they, they, they did not. No. They, 
kind of did. No, no, no. <laughs> no, no you're the, talking about the you're talking about was, the oversexualized yes. post that Netflix yes. made about a movie that is actually a really good movie. Yes. Um, well, it's probably a really good movie, but the name of the movie, along called, with the poster they made for the movie, yes. And, and that's the thing. That poster was because of Netflix. Netflix. Well, yes, it was because of Netflix. Movie. Netflix did uh, fuck up. But that's kind of what I'm saying is is whether the movie was good or not is irrelevant. They were pushing it is all I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> but there are some other areas of Netflix that, while not necessarily disgusting or awful or, you know, problematic in any way, just have a lot of bad content on them. Well, hey, they um, either buy cheap content they make cheap content and then sometimes it's really well good, and sometimes it's they've gotten a, there's horrible. a youtube channel i watch called cynical reviews and he specifically has gone after movies on netflix that are marketed towards a lot of teen girls um well okay these movies, so hold on before we so, get into this before you get into us to get into this i'm gonna just put it out there in general there are too many tv series and movies targeted at high school middle school well, yeah high school age kids uh, that have a whole bunch of fucking. There's yeah. Too much fucking well, going on in these high school and teenage movies. Or, that is part of the problem. The other part of the problem is come to find out that a lot of these movies are literally adaptations of stories found on Wattpad or Wattpad, whatever the hell you pronounce it. Wattpad. But no. Um,. It's Wattpad not, is not a platform. Whatever. If you remember fanfiction.net, right? No. You don't. Okay, whatever. So fanfiction.net was just a place for people to, of course, write fanfics on. Fanfiction. Wattpad is that, but the minimum huh. required writing age is all the way down at 13. And it requires that your stories pass no particular criteria. It allows you, it has features on it, like allowing you to build a cast list for if your book was, like, turned into your perfect movie. Okay, that is kind uh, of a cool idea, though. It kind of is, but then it also has, like, stock images on there, so you can try to give your quote-unquote book a cover mm -hmm. that just looks like everything else you would find basically in Barnes & Noble in the young adult section. Mm -hmm. Um... It is notorious for having very, very bad stories on it from kids who think they are just amazing authors because they happen to know a few words they picked out of a out of a thesaurus once. One of um, those words actually being thesaurus. Yes. And so these movies, things like Tall Girl or Sarah Burgess something something. I oh, the, the, title of the it. Catfish movie, yeah. Or... Uh, what else is there? Uh, don't Kissing you... Booth, okay. which also got a sequel. Somehow. I was gonna say, don't you dare <laughs> go after to all the boys that PS or to all the boys I loved before, because no. that's uh, some quality shit right there. There's movies like The Kissing Booth. I don't know if this one's on Netflix. I think this was on Lifetime, but Pregnancy Pact is kind of in that vein as well. <laughs> um, just really, really bad fucking shit you can watch on Netflix if you go looking for it. Um. I don't know. That's unfortunately my experience that with they've produced and some of its content they've picked up from other places. Well, that's yeah. what I under I understand that. My my point is is 
that it exists you know, in the first place. I went into Dragon Prince with a heavy bias on my heart <laughs> because it looked like a show that was aimed at young adults and teenagers and the experience I've had with content that is aimed at that demographic on Netflix has not been good. See, I think that's... When mm-hmm. I see the people that are working on it and attached to it, that changes any, all of that kind of stuff. I'm like, oh, I know the people that have written for this. I know the people that have... The, the animation people that have done this. Like Voltron and all that shit. I'm like, I wouldn't have watched Voltron if I didn't know a lot of the people that were working on Voltron. Or even She-Ra. Mm-hmm. Um, cause in my head, I'm like, oh, okay. You're just trying to make a, a remake of a show, whatever. This is going to be shit. And then you watch them and it's like, oh no, no, no. These are really good. <laughs> yeah. No, Dragon Prince is a lot better than I thought it was going to be. I'm on book two right now. Yeah. I think they're only up to book three right now. Right. I believe so. But I would recommend that anybody who is a fan of like fantasy cartoons or even just Tolkien-esque <laughs> fantasy which this show draws heavily from, uh, give it a watch. It's got probably got one of the best hard magic systems I've ever seen in a TV show before. You want to get hard while watching magic? No, this that is, is not show what I mean. What? Oh, okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> I think the thing that that is making Netflix content worse, and like you said, the thing you mentioned about content being targeted towards like basically young adults nowadays not, yeah. not resonating with you, is a problem just with TV in general. Um, just because as you were talking, I was thinking about the shows that were on TV, like when we were in high school, stuff like, they're like, hi, I met your mother, I like, say, Bang Buffy Theory, the Vamp- even Buffy, Buffy the, the Vampire, Vampire yeah, even Buffy was middle school on. for us, I house, think. like house MD, like all these like original, so somewhat original concepts, um, animated shows, like, I don't know, like, uh, American dad and, uh, 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 not, uh, uh, what's the other show that the American dad guy made? Family Fall, Guy. Family Jesus. Guy, Why yeah. I think of Family Guy. Oh, right? and don't forget about Cleveland Show. <laughs> yes, Cleveland Show, too. Sure, throw it in. I'm just saying that those TV shows still resonate and still are, like, looked up to as, as being generally well-made, even if you didn't like them, being generally well-produced and, and, you know, pretty good, good, quote-unquote, in air quotes, TV. Yeah. But there's no new, there's no new good TV because kids now don't watch tv they've all got fucking tablets in their hands and they're on fucking youtube or they're you know playing some some game see i think that i still say that there's good tv it's just it's now there's so much tv it's harder to find that good tv i disagree i think it's all cop shows and fucking rewrites and chicago fire pd and med literally have three (laughs) fucking three different shows that are literally just fucking you know er continuations basically you're not wrong with that that's for sure (laughs) And you, the, then you got original shows like Brooklyn Nine-Nine that are like comedy cop shows that literally get trashed by networks. It's like because people aren't watching TV anymore. Yeah. I mean, they had to switch networks. Yeah. And I think they went from what, what Fox to NBC. Yeah. Which, I mean, to be honest, it always felt like an NBC show to I'm begin just... with. So mm. I'm, what, I, what I'm trying to say is good TVs still exist, but the stuff that's being made now, I feel like they're still trying to figure out what – good tv is now because all of the good shows are over yeah well i'm sure all of that's true i am wondering especially with services like netflix is where is the filter for the content ahead yeah i, <laughs> why, I agree what's going I agree. on everyone netflix, netflix, like netflix just to touch back on that put anything on its platform when just to touch back on on the cuties thing is the content in the show 
is actually very like coming of age. Like, yes, there's some some like stuff to deal with like sexualization and young young girls, but that's like a real thing that young girls have to go go through. And the content that's displayed in the show isn't I wouldn't say isn't over the top, but their marketing is what really fucked up. The trailer, the American trailer that they cut along with the poster that they put out is like straight up yeah. clickbait like sexualization it's of basically like disrespectful girls. to the creator the actual well, creator. right and it, it's a french movie it's not a tv show it's a movie and well, it's foreign what, cinema is you have to look at it with a different lens than you do american what cinema it, mm, what i'm saying is netflix is the one who's to blame for all of these well like, that's that's what i'm saying as well netflix is to blame for just it. just like and, they're to blame for the this filtering is because they can't yes. you know they don't and, have like a pandora thumbs up they do have a thumbs well, up. I think the once they question... took away the stars, that's when the content filtering became harder because yeah. on a one to five scale, you could easily rate something. If something's trash, you know, it just gets filtered to the bottom. But now, when it's just thumbs up, thumbs down, if enough people thumb something up, then you don't know if it's trash because think about the average person, the average intelligence and the average consumer, and then think half the people in the world are dumber than that. And those are, those are the people that are watching Netflix and thumbs up and no, dumb shit. It's... I'm more worried about the filter at the beginning of all of this before the content even makes it to the consumer. Is what like the who is deciding the people that are greenlighting these ideas? Who is deciding, you know, what gets put on the Netflix platform? And yep. Netflix is I a understand a billion dollar company, so they I, get a lot I know of, what the cuties movie is. It's a French movie developed by. Really, literally written and directed by a woman who went through an experience of being sexualized as a child herself. The movie was supposed to be about sex trafficking children out of South Africa. That was the entire point of the film. My issue with it wasn't just, oh, it's a terrible poster and the title of the movie is kind of disgusting to go along with it. It's that someone at Netflix saw that and said, yeah, this is okay. Let's put that up. Yeah, and, I think that's fine. I don't that, see why you're upset about that. I think that's well, fine. I think when they stole that, the, uh, that can be shared. Not that particular movie. What I'm talking about is the poster and the description yeah, the that they marketing. wrote for the movie. That's yes, the obscene thing. That's yes, what that, I'm saying. Is someone at thing. Netflix saw that marketing and said, "This is okay to put on the platform." Yeah, that's the just, issue. It's just is, some some. It fucking seems like Netflix PR will throw. Rip. Will throw anything on its platform that comes across the desk. They just don't give a shit anymore. They just go, "Oh, well, someone wants to put something on Netflix. Sure, we'll let them put it on Netflix." So real quick, <laughs> they just, you, go you're through. making two different arguments because you just said that you agree with me, and then you're going back to talking about the content itself. I'm not talking about. I'm talking about this in all contexts. It can be content. It can be marketing. It can be whatever. What I'm saying is, when if I wanted to put something on Netflix. Around, Maybe so, but uh, when you have a billion dollars to throw around, there's still a risk involved. Yeah, and I think up. you would say, I think someone at Netflix would say to themselves when they saw that poster, or if the issue was the content itself, which I'm not saying it is, it could have been whatever yeah, the, the problems there are with a particular red light moment. I agree, it should have been a red light moment where they go, Wait, stop, no, no, no. Yes, and I'm saying that that doesn't seem to happen in Netflix, they will just go. Sure, whatever. Yeah, man. Get it on the platform, and if the controversy comes back, it's all about, it's all about the clicks. It's twenty twenty, so, man. You don't, you so, don't care if something's accurate if it's gonna drum up controversy. It's like click, send. Well, that's upload. the thing. Is this could be a this could be an instance of people at Netflix being really dumb and you know greenlighting something that should never been on a platform, or it could be an issue. Be 
an instance of them being kind of smart and knowing that this would generate controversy and get people interested in watching something. And either way, that's kind of a sleazy fucking move on their part. <laughs> it's 2020. Everybody's mm -hmm. doing it. I, I can't be mad at them for it. But that's another reason why I've kind of steered away from watching TV shows and I've switched to reality TV. <laughs> Oh, no. Oh, yes. Oh, oh yes. No. I've watched three seasons of Survivor in the last week. I knew this was coming. It was just the fact that the, the lead into that <clears throat> was entertaining to me for some reason. <laughs> well, uh, I, uh, so I've stopped I, watching I bad TV and started watching, well, bad reality. TV. <laughs> <laughs> TV well, that is meant to be, I don't know, not a guilty uh, pleasure, but... It's a game show. I mean, when you boil it down, it's a game show. Yeah, it's a game show. And I, so, and this was this has always been a thing. Uh, I love game shows, but I always loved game shows that didn't have anything, no stakes. They were just for fun. Um, that's kind of why I, I started falling in love with British panel TV shows, where they have made a, it was like uh, it was right, almost like scores are made up. Yeah. scores are made up, and the points, points don't matter. matter. It's very much like um, Who's Line, where it's like, oh, these are people having fun and enjoying themselves, literally just for entertainment. It's not if you win this, guess what? You get a brand new car. I'm like, I don't. Yeah, British TV care. is really good, and even stuff like their late night is so far superior to mm -hmm. ours. Like, I love the Graham Norton show. It's like one of my favorite things to watch. Oh yeah. Um, but Survivor in general, uh, I, I watched it when I was a kid. I stopped watching it. I used to watch it with my uh, my stepmom, uh, my, my first stepmom, my dead father's second wife. She um, she got breast cancer, and she survived, um, but she stopped watching. She stopped doing a lot of stuff. She's, and uh, she, I stopped watching it, too, at that point. I almost made the joke about she stopped watching Survivor after she was a survivor. Yeah, right. Um, she went to the real thing. But, no, um stopped watching probably six or seven seasons in and i remember enjoying it and, and liking it but now I, I looked it up before i started they're on season 40 oh yeah <laughs> they, they do two seasons a year for the last 20 years so yeah they're on season 40 of survivor which is insane it's crazy but i found a youtube video of like for, for survivors either people getting back into it or people that have never watched it the five seasons that you should watch in no particular order and i watched three of them uh this week i watched so season 15, which was China, season 18, which was Tocantins, and season 28, which was Tagayan. And what are the last two? Those you have? are certainly words. The um, the last two are season 13, which was Cook Islands, and then season 33, which was Millennials versus Gen X. <laughs> Next season, season 14, Detroit. <laughs> Survivor Detroit. <laughs> blah blah. Like oh, three people died this week. I just thought about that. Is this going to be the first year that they don't have a survivor? I imagine that they won't because of coronavirus. But or it's only going to be filmed with people that aren't from the United States because they are not allowed to go anywhere. Survivor in New York City. <laughs> you uh, spend three weeks living in the subway. So I did. I pulled up Netflix because I wanted to see what the actual current top ten was um, for the U.S. Top ten in the U.S. today. Number one is something that Netflix actually picked up and I think was able to save it for more seasons, which is Cobra Kai. Uh, oh, nice. Which I still have not watched. I'm not a big... I was never a big uh, Karate Kid fan to begin with. Um, but I know a lot oh. of people that were excited and have really enjoyed that show. I am, and it's the next show I'm going to watch. Nice. So. <laughs> uh, number two is Away, which is actually a, a brand new uh, 
science or science fi sci-fi tv show um yeah it's basically okay. i'm looking at a different list than what you're looking at then what list you're looking at an article and you gotta look at the actual netflix website oh. yeah i'm actually on the uh, they update it regularly because it's like commander emma green leaves behind her family her her husband and daughter lead an international crew of astronauts on a perilous three-year oh yeah I, I wanted to watch that yeah th- that one's on my got, list um, uh hillary swank yes thank you um he's is hillary swank hot or not god damn it um i know uh number three is love guaranteed which it's just a a comedy the romantic comedy but i kind of want to watch it just because um damon wayne's jr is in it oh and rachel that's rachel lee cook holy crap i haven't seen her for fucking ever she looks damon wayne's was in this time travel netflix movie where he kept waking up in the hotel elevator like on his wedding day or something like that it's really fucking oh i haven't seen that one there's a couple of time travel ones like there's one that just came up uh, it's called, oh, what is it? Love Wedding Repeat, which it's actually that one's not actually a time travel movie. That one is actually a movie that touches on alternate timelines, which I actually, you know, I like that kind of shit. Don't even bring it up. I know what you're gonna say, Dave. Um, number four, big surprise, The Smurfs. <laughs> the the not like the old cartoon. We're talking about the 2011. Uh, Hank Azaria, Neil Patrick Harris movie. Uh, <laughs> number five is Due Date, which, damn, that's that Zach Alphanakis, Robert, uh, oh, Robert that's Downey a great Jr. movie. movie. I own it on Blu-ray. Yeah, that's a fun one. Uh, oh, it's Marlon Wayans. Sorry, it's Marlon Wayans, and he's in a movie. The movie's oh, called Nate, oh, I know what you're talking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, he wakes up in an elevator naked, and then every day he dies, or he, or he goes to sleep. And he the comes day back ends. Yeah. He wakes wakes back up in the elevator naked. Right. He's uh, got to piece together how he got there. Number six is Sister Sister. Sister Sister. Yeah, man. Channel show with the twins. Well, I mean, that wasn't show. twins, right? That was one person playing two people. No, it's no, Tia and Tamara Mowry. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's too My bad. My bad. Disney does that thing where like they'll <laughs> like every couple years they'll put out a show. And it'll actually be one person playing two people. Well, Hannah Montana was one person just putting a wig on and off. No, there was uh, that. The but there was Freaky Friday. Not Freaky Friday. The Descendants. What's her name? Which one? Dove Cameron? Uh, yeah, Dove Cameron. She played a show. It on a show where she played twin sisters. Oh, okay. Allie and AJ or something like that? No, Allie and AJ. Allie, AJ those were two people. <laughs> no, those were actually two people. One of them was the voice of, um, uh, fuck, Stevani. What about Zach and Cody? Yeah, those are two. Yeah, Zach and Cody are two separate people. Tia and Tamara are separate people. Tia and Tamara are actually the older sisters of Taj Maori, who was the smart guy. Zach and Cody, they were actually both the original young kids, babies from... uh, Friends. Not for A, from Friends, but B, from... They they both played uh, the kid in Big Daddy, too. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that movie. Yep, they were they were both cast as the the kid in Big Daddy because there are rules in Hollywood about filming children. They they have really strict uh, guidelines and are only allowed to work like X amount of time. And that's so why they, they cast, cast twins. They cast twins. Like yes, yeah, um, so one of them one of them worked like four hours, the other one would tag in and work. Nate, stop hours. moving your stuff. <laughs> it's really loud. <laughs> Sorry, I'm opening something. Oh, um, I was, it was the same thing with uh, the Olsen twins. The Olsen twins were both. Yeah, right. yeah. Um, Mary Kate and Ashley. So number seven is Chef's Table Barbecue. Chef Table is actually a, it, I don't know. It's a food show. And it just makes me hungry. Whenever I see anything from those shows, it just makes me really hungry. Uh, number eight, 
on that list of animated shows that I'm like, yeah, those are just made for just throw on and never even pay attention is a, is Boss Baby. Uh, oh, this is actually the interactive Boss Baby show. Ooh. Um, number nine is Lucifer, another show that Netflix picked up to save and gave another season. I, I do want to watch Lucifer. That is, that is a show. I, I enjoyed to, uh, what I watched of it so far. I was going to uh, say, that is a show I need to, need to give an honest plus, try. Plus, like, three or four, three, I think three or four seasons in, fucking um, Tom Welling is a character on the show. Wait, Smallville like, Tom sm- Welling? Yeah, Smallville Tom Welling. Oh, nice. Uh, and then the last one is another kid's show called Coco Melon. I'm like, I've never heard of this shit either. Um, <laughs> Coco, Coco Melon. Yeah, yeah, it's a it's a kid show. It's TVY, not even uh, Y seven. TVY. Learn letters, numbers, TVY, and the images from the show look like every generic kid show. CG kid show you've yeah. ever seen. And then that's probably brain rot. Babies with giant heads and giant eyes. It's who I was gonna say it's a, for it's, ten seconds. Babies do have minutes. giant heads. It's true, and they do have pretty. You seen big any eyes. babies lately? Um. It really is just one of those. I try not throw it on for for learning purposes or whatever, hoping kids. Ever since the incident. Goddamn. There was no incident. I just try to avoid children. Ever since the incident. (laughs) I'm gonna leave that alone. (laughs) Dave is about to have an incident. (laughs) I'm trying to think of what I've watched. I don't think it really. Because of most of my time this last week, all I've been doing is playing. Avengers, I don't. I did watch a couple movies too. Oh, watched, um, Midsommar. You. you reminded me. So we both have at this point watched uh, the new Bill and Ted movie, right? Uh, I didn't watch it. I ah, watch no. It. Okay, then I won't bring it up. <laughs> um, I watched Midsommar. I watched Primer, and I watched The Upside, which is an old older yeah. movie. Uh, all I'll say about Bill and Ted is I I really liked it. I really enjoyed it. I think they did a really good job, and I think it's a it's a nice way for it to be an end to a trilogy that was never originally a trilogy right most people didn't even know there was a second movie yeah which is crazy it's kind of like the matrix you only made one i know with keanu reeves new revitalized fame after the john wick series i feel like he could get hollywood to make any movie he wants at this point you say revitalized but you know why he was like out of the picture for a little while right i have no idea kind of went away on his own because his wife and kid died in a car accident yeah well that is unfortunate and i mean i I know you're bringing up keanu reeves but are you really going to say that alex winter is a reason isn't a reason why other movies get made that i think he's the reason why bill and ted facing music happened (laughs) sure (laughs) try let's see what the last thing he did so in 2001 uh keanu reeves wife uh, passed away in 2000 their daughter died over yeah there, so. so you're telling me that the beginning of john wick one was real yes are you did you just call his daughter a dog <laughs> no <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't what i was alluding to sounds like nate's gonna be in the sequel <laughs> it's actually the the, nate, what do you call the fourth sequel seven. john wick five is just an it's entire be hour a, and a half of Keanu Reeves beating quadrilogy. the shit out of me Keanu. for accidentally calling his daughter a dog. It's going to be a quadrilogy. Quadrilogy. That's not a word. It, yes, is. it is. The aliens made it up. Yeah, and then they fucked it up because, like, two of those movies... So if it's five movies, what is it? Quadrilogy. The Pentilogy? Uh, it's <laughs> no, yeah, pen- yeah. Pent- Pentilogy. A graph. And then it's a... Well, there's Octilogies. 
That's John and Kate plus eight, right? Octology. That's Octomom. Octomom. I think John and Kate broke up. Yeah, I think they did because they had too many fucking kids. <laughs> Do you think they split the kids? Like down no, the middle, so they didn't have to No, but I imagine a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they did split the kids. They took each kid and split them in half. <laughs> down the middle. <laughs> <laughs> the only fair way. Oh, oh, it's now just called Kate plus eight. Ooh. Damn. John lost out. John. That's why you get a print John. So, yeah. It says Kate plus eight. Formerly... You're not that exciting, so we're just going to take the cameras and go this way. Formerly John and Kate plus up, eight. John. You got kicked off the show. Uh, it premiered in 2007. It is it still going? It's not still going. No, no, no. It ended in 2017. There were 11 uh, seasons. 174 how, episodes. However many kids. It's got to be like a slip and slide down there. Kate Goslin. Oh, they did a sequel series called Kate, Kate Plus Date. Oh, a dating show. Kate Plus Date. That's a great children. way. I wonder like what her opener is when she goes on a date. By the way, I have eight fucking gremlins. Hey, you uh, you see those two minivans outside the bar? They're both mine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cause she it's, has to drive uh, a fucking school bus to her date. It started. It, this one started in June of last year. Is it still so running? Your dating profile said you'd like a family. Would you like to take a look outside? <laughs> <laughs> they're right there. They're ready. <laughs> Most of them are actually done with potty training. No, I think they're all done at potty training at this point. Yeah, they're all. Yeah, eight. Let's, if you think about it, eight of them, and then I'm at sorry. least ten years old. I don't want one child, let alone eight of them. If I ever grow up and say to somebody. Yeah, I'm thinking about having eight kids. Well, so you yeah, know, it's not 1850, assume, and, and ten of your kids don't die from like diseases. Before assume that aliens have taken over my brain and just end me. So you also have to remember, people don't have litters of children the, anymore. The way it worked is, it wasn't they just had eight separate kids. They had twins. They adopted some kids. Didn't no, they? no, no. They're all their kids. They had twins, and then they tried for a third, and had six more. Okay, she, wait, she gave you birth. tried for a third and you had six more children. They didn't have six children all at once. They weren't sextuplets. Yes. What? May 10th, 2004. All even, all the rest of them were born. How do you even Alex, Hannah, Aiden, Colin, Lee, and Joel. They all dropped out of that vag. Slip and slide. How do you fit? Oh my god, it's crazy. The original kids are 19. The twins are now 19 years old. Nate. Good luck. If I find out that I get somebody pregnant and they're having six six fucking children all at once, uh, I'm done. Game over. Cancel Daniel. everything. Daniel Tosh does a bit where he's like, you know, when you have like a one brother or one sister and your parents can say, oh, I don't, I don't have a favorite child. I love you both the same. It's like, you know, they can't say that. An 18 way tie. Like, nah, nobody's gonna believe that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of Tom Welling, he was in a movie like that, wasn't it? Baker. Or, Cheaper by the yeah, dozen. Yeah, Baker's a dozen. Cheaper. Cheaper. Yeah, it was cheaper uh, by the dozen. Steve Martin. Yeah, that and was a remake. It was Taylor too. Swift or something. Uh, it might have been Hillary Duff. Okay, non knockoff Taylor Swift. Fuck you. She came. You say knockoff Taylor Swift. Hillary saw Hillary Duff was famous way before Taylor Swift. Not only that, Hillary Duff Knock is off. like much higher on my list. Be right back. In comparison, no. Why is he leaving? God damn, know. that's so many people. Yeah, it was Steve Martin, Bonnie Hunt. Piper Parabo? Purbo? Oh, yeah, Piper. 
Tom Welling, Hilary Duff, Kevin Schmidt. I don't know who Kevin Schmidt. Oh, Allison Stoner was in that movie. Mm. Everybody knows Allison Stoner. Well, I think it's time we moved on to. We haven't talked about what we played yet. <laughs> nope, we have not. Well, I'm just going to talk about Avengers. Well, really, I, I, I'm curious of what you have to say about Avengers because I've been apprehensive about getting it. Here's the thing about Avengers. See, I want to talk about this, Dave, um, but I don't know if you cared. So I, I luckily, um, I had some credit from some returns in selling shit on uh, Steam that I basically had the extra money to buy the, the deluxe edition. So I got the $80 version instead of the $60 version. Um, mm-hmm. And was able to play basically four was it four days early or three days early, um, which was actually in all honesty, I, if I had just stuck with it and played that entire time, I literally only had two missions left to do yesterday uh, in the main campaign, um, which I didn't realize I was so close to the end. I, I literally did did one campaign and then or did one level and then the went to continue the campaign. It's like all right, letting you know this is the last campaign the last. Yeah, last mission in the campaign. If you don't want to, if you want to do anything before and heading out, like level up your characters or whatever, I'm like, oh shit, I didn't even realize how close I was to the end. So I'm like, fuck it, let's do it, because it's a it's a longer final level kind of thing. It's broken up into mini bosses and bigger bosses, and then the big the big final battle kind of stuff. Um, but overall. Campaign-wise, I really enjoyed the story. I've tweeted about it before. I I fucking love the fact that this is a Miss Marvel story, and it's her getting her powers, accepting herself as she is, getting the band back together, basically for the Avengers. Um, I'm back. We're talking Avengers. Uh, okay. Yeah, I I absolutely love everything to do with her story. I actually cried like three times based off of stuff with her her relation like her relationship with her father and stuff like that um mm-hmm. the comp the the gameplay of it is it's very not repeat it's i mean i've it's, seen the gameplay of it and it's a basic yeah it's beat them up with some combo stuff during that. yeah to a certain extent it really is just punch the bad guys over and over again um and the way that it kind of plays out, it really does feel like they were trying to go for a Destiny feel to it, but the worlds don't really open up like Destiny does. Because Destiny, it's like, all right, here's a location. You can go do these missions, or you can drop in and just fuck around in this area. Beat up bad guys, do little mission things. Uh, the what, what, what were those things where you went to the little beacons, like picked up little mini mm-hmm. missions almost? Little they're, like, based, they're public events. Yeah, yeah, the public events and stuff like that. Um in the while again it it plays very destiny like it never has that hey you're dropping onto the the planet and just playing wildly and i understand why because in destiny everybody is a different character you're not one of six avengers you can't just be like all right here's your your team of 4 you and your friends playing online oh here's another team of 4 why there're more than one captain america in the world this is weird <laughs> so Captain <I>, Americas. <laughs> so it makes sense that it's like, all right, we're not gonna have that kind of aspect to the game. Um, I actually, at this point, have not touched the multiplayer because the multiplayer, when you pull up the game, it's like, all right, here's the main story, the single player campaign. Here's the multiplayer. When you go to click on that multiplayer, it instantly says, hey, 
This takes place after the main storyline. If you don't want spoilers for that campaign, don't play this right away. And I'm like, okay, cool. I'm so you literally can't buy multiplayer first. You can if you are somebody that doesn't really care about story spoilers. But from what I heard, is they spoil a big story spoiler, big story spoiler in like one of the first missions. Yeah, and you don't have you you don't know anything yet, right, Dave? Mm-mm. All right. Um. So what, what I will we... say about the kind of, between the characters and everything. Is it all because you're Uh, no. Um, <laughs> I loved playing as Miss Marvel. If I, when mm-hmm. I got the option, I always chose to play as her. <laughs> there are multiple story points where you have to play as somebody else, and I understand that, and I get that. Um, Reminds me of uh, Final Fantasy 13, where they didn't let you create your party. This is an Xbox 360 game. It was four discs. They didn't let you create your own party <laughs> until the third disc. Oh, wow. That's yep. crazy. Luckily, you do get the, a majority you'd of it. You'd be like 25 hours in, and then you know, you'd know you have to basically like grind at multiple points on the first two discs. Because oh. the characters that you were using now are you know off on another adventure, and then you have to use the fucking... That sounds annoying. Well, and to be honest, no, that, that kind of is what it felt like, too. Because uh, because of me choosing to play as Kamala almost at every cho- every opportunity I could, when I was forced to play as like t- as Iron Man or even the Hulk, I'm like, oh, they do not feel anywhere near as powered up as I need them to be. Um, mm-hmm. On top of that, I absolutely fucking hated every time I had to play as Iron Man. Iron Man was just <laughs> not fun to play as for me. Um, the he issue ju- with Iron Man in general when it comes to video games, whether it be this one or any other game that he's been featured in, mm-hmm. is unless you can stick Iron Man mostly to the ground, really the only now, game he's ever been good on, get, good in, period, is Marvel vs. Capcom. I was going to say, you say that, but I, I've heard many <laughs> people talk about how good that VR Iron Man game is. Well, um, the VR Iron Man game, I understand that, yeah. but... That is more or less a on-rail shooter, which, you know, you can make any game. Well, you actually get to fly around. You control the flight on it, too. You actually, when you want to fly around, you put your arms down and control it like a normal Iron Man suit. (laughs) You know, one of those suits that everybody knows how to fly. Uh, (laughs) That's pretty neat. But Iron Man just has not translated well to video games for a very long time. Um, I, I agree with a lot of people with how they say that Thor's hammer feels really good throwing it and because it's it's like hey you throw it at a guy and it'll pin him against the wall you call it back it'll knock people out on its way back um and a lot because i know a lot of people were comparing it in in like in their head it was is it gonna feel as good as throwing the axe in um god of war War, the new god of war game yeah uh and from what i've heard because it makes it makes the object actually present in the world Mm -hmm. it's not just you know, a piece of the animation rig that's attached to the character. Yeah. And that's, that was going to say, that's the thing with Captain America. Bo- both of them, when you throw the hammer, it doesn't come back until you call it back. So you can just normal brawl. Or the same thing with Cap, if you use one of the abilities that has it throw up, throw the uh, shield and knock off of multiple people, he can norm- he can just go into regular punching. Yes. And I thought that was a really cool uh, aspect of it. Of Throw the axe, and you could switch over to the blades of chaos, or you could just beat people up with your fist and shield if you want to. <laughs> Damn. Um, but no, can't. Like I said, campaign-wise, I really enjoy it. the The story was great. Um, there are some late missions, and this is part of the reason why I didn't realize I was getting to the end. It doesn't feel like 
you are doing the last handful of missions to reach the end of the story. It feels like you're doing some fetch quests to get things that should then build upon itself to then get to the final. But it's literally like the second to last that the uh, second to last mission is basically a fetch fetch quest, and then you go in and it's like, all right, cool. You're, here's no. everything. Here is all of the things. You know all of these things. You're fighting all these things, and this is the end. Oh, and here's two after credit scenes. I'm like, all right, cool. <laughs> here's what I'm mostly interested in, and it's our favorite topic ever on the podcast. Microtransactions? What are the microtransactions like in this game? Because I've heard some good things, and I've heard some awful things. Here's the thing. These microtransactions fall into my kind of I'm okay with microtransactions. It's just... Talking more Overwatch cosmetic stuff? We're just talking cosmetics, yeah. You cannot get anything. You cannot pay money for any upgrade to your character. All it is is... um, It's not pay to win. It's pay to look pretty. Yeah, it's pay to look how you want to. Um, And, I mean, the pricing, it's the pricing of any other normal fucking credit system. So, from what I've seen, they don't seem too crazy overpriced. But I also don't give a shit. Um... Because this is a game that, like, I've been, uh, I don't know, I don't care what any of the other characters look like. I just want, I just have Kamala looking like normal Kamala. The only reason I would get a different suit is if they put in the current suit she has in the comics, which is the new weird alien tech suit. Spoilers if you haven't been reading the comics, which, by the way, fucking read the comics. Uh, so now I have, I have the multiplayer to look forward to, and then there are already, t- I think, two expansions that have been mentioned. There's a third one that has been hinted at, but due to um, past or the recent events, they have pushed back. Uh, they actually a- announced two things. They announced we're getting Hawkeye, like Clint Barton Hawkeye. But more importantly, they announced we're getting the other Hawkeye, uh, which is, was it Kate Bishop? Yeah. Um, yes who is so much cooler than Clint. Um, <laughs> so I'm extremely excited to, to check that out when that comes out. Um, we did get a hint of the 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 second character that was supposed to be announced was Black Panther. Um, but with the passing of Chadwick, they decided to hold off on that news. Um, Probably for the best. Yeah, and speaking of which, uh, I don't know, I'm not sure if it still is happening. I know Comixology was doing a quote-unquote sale but they were basically giving away almost 300 black panther comics for free um they it was 300 or basically 300 black panther and then the shuri and the killmonger series as well uh so i would definitely see if that's still available um there's some really good stuff in there yeah man what's marvel gonna do see and that's the thing i don't want to i'm i want to give time um, yeah, just, let's think simmer. Yeah, make sure the black Panther. And, and so okay, and that's the thing. I, that's I the I'm comic trying story not line. to. Yeah, I'm trying not to be very vocal about who who I think Marvel should replace because I am trying to be like this man just died. I want to. I I don't know when is a good time. It's a hard thing to bring up. Um, as fans, I am one. As a fan of the MCU, I am in the boat of. Shuri exists in this world. Shuri is a... I enjoy her character. I love that actress and other things I've seen her in. And I think she could hold it, hold her own as a Black, as a Black Panther. And in the comics, she has become the Black Panther before. Um, all these people that are like, oh, they should just bring back 
Killmonger and make him a good guy. I'm like, fucking shut up. That's <laughs> what? <laughs> they can resurrect Killmonger. <laughs> he just... never died on screen, but that that I mean, yeah. sure they can, but that is mad dumb. <laughs> that is beyond idiotic. I, I do not think they should recast him in any way. Um I don't think they should recast him. I think they should do both the comic fans and fans of Chadwick Boseman some respect here and just let Shuri become the new Black Panther because that is A, the most logical decision, and two, doesn't shit all over Chadwick Boseman's legacy as that character. Yeah. It's the, this he, isn't, I was going to say, this isn't like mm-hmm. the Hulk where it's like, oh, that first Hulk movie did not do well. He, I don't think he'd be, I'm not even sure if they actually ever asked him, or, uh, Edward Norton, to come back. All I know is that it was like, hey, we're recasting the Hulk. Oh, hey, we're recasting Rhodey for, I guess, money reasons? I can't remember. It was um, mostly money reasons. Because he was asking for as much as Tony, or was, Tony Hawk. <laughs> Tony Hawk, no. He was asking for as much as Robert Downey Jr., and they told him straight up, like, no, we're not going to give you that much. Yeah. What if they brought the... What if they brought Winston Duke in to be Black Panther? Winston Duke. Yeah, to have his no. character. No, 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 not not replace Chadwick, to but to over. take over as Black Panther. Um, I don't think I mean, that'll happen. To have Mbaku take it over. Yeah, I, I don't think that'll happen either. Um, I don't think that'll happen. I, the the entire plot beat about Mbaku becoming potentially becoming the next Black Panther in the original movie was that he while he is a good leader for his people, for the Jabari, he is not really the kind of Black Panther that Wakanda wants or needs. Yeah. I really like him in Us. I really, I mean, he's great. Um, I was going to say, oh, even and, in, and he was in um, Spencer Confidential. He was fucking good in that, too. If you guys haven't seen that yet, it's an epic movie with Mark Wahlberg. Oh, then I'm not going to watch that. <laughs> came out at the beginning of this year. It's really fucking good. Okay. Yes. But the character, M'Baku, would not be a good Black Panther. No, <laughs> and he even knew that in the movie he knew that he could not take that um but yeah so yeah i highly recommend one going to see if you can get all those comics for free uh two checking out if you if you can afford it check out avengers um i don't know if in any way i've helped nate's decision on i mean it, it sounds not. i have to look at it more but at least it sounds like the microtransactions are as gratuitous as i thought they would be that was my biggest gripe i heard things like Every character is going to have an individual season pass or battle pass. Kind oh, of thing. they do. They uh, every character does have a battle pass, but they are included. <laughs> they aren't. You don't pay for their battle passes. Well, that's what I thought. That was one of the questions I had about it because they everyone said no. It's going to be ten. Someone had told me it was going to be ten dollars <laughs> no. for each individual character. No, the battle passes are built into the system to begin with. As you progress, in as your character progresses, it unlocks things on its own. Um, okay. And that you don't have to pay for any of that. You don't have to unlock it. You don't be like, oh, well, I don't want to. I don't want to grind and play as this game. I want to just unlock everything right mm-hmm. away. No, it's it's very much. I'm gonna take it to a game that I definitely love, Fall Guys, where it's, hey, here is your season of content. You cannot pay for the season of content. Mm-hmm. Fall Guys is well, fun. Yeah. Although I'm upset because <laughs> they have a fucking. Uh, there's a my friend Pedro skin that I cannot get unless I get fucking six more. Or, seven more fucking crowns in the next two two days or whatever or however many days it is yeah good luck with that yeah that's not happening i'm sure the marketplace will cycle back to more popular selections well those definitely because that's a uh that's a developer Developer digital release so 
No, Fall Guys is fun as a debatable thing, but yeah, we're, anyway. We're not going to get into that. I won two games of uh, Warzone this week. Congratulations. Two duos games. I won no games for you this week. In the, in the hey, same night. stop. Sorry, he's slamming on his keyboard, and I just see it moving around on the no- the podcast note screen. <laughs> <laughs> the um, the nice thing, yeah, or not nice thing, but the cool thing that I wanted to try, well, the, the cool topic that I wanted to talk about that I did is uh, I got a little upset because I kept getting the feeling that me and Damien were getting bullshitted while we were playing duos. Uh-huh. That pe- people were either cheating or basically I just wanted to see what it was like to cheat so and there was an article that came out this week uh about a number one cheat maker for call of duty getting a cease and desist from activision and then having to then pull their cheats off the internet because uh activision threatened legal action if they didn't nice so i i did some digging and i found the number two website uh, (laughs) and they they offered uh call of duty cheats for a subscription-based service it was like 12 dollars for a 24-hour code to use their software uh, $30 for a week uh, and like $90 for a month. So there are people paying over $1,000 a year to cheat for Call of Duty. There are people doing this. Like, it exists. And for 24 hours, I uh, started a new Battle.net account. I didn't want to compromise my main account. Uh, and I started a new account and logged in. The overlay booted up after a couple of uh, steps I had to, to do to, to get the program to work and run effectively. And sure enough, they have a fucking toggleable aimbot. You can pick which limb you fucking want to shoot at. They have ESP where you can see people. You can see their fucking wireframe player model outlined through walls. And there's a range finder that you can turn off and on to find out exactly how far away people are from you and their names and current health. What the fuck? It was crazy. Um, I did not win any game. Uh, I intentionally did not win during my 24 hours of research, um, but I did find a lot of people who were cheating because I could tell when they could see me through the wall. I could tell when they were shooting at me the exact moment I pulled myself out from cover and they had no prior knowledge of me being where I was. So those kind of things happened at least two or three times. Um, Two or three games I almost won, but I threw on purpose. One game I airstruck myself, and then another game I ran up at somebody with a knife and tried to get them, and I uh, I got fourth place. Um, so. one, for, for knowledge, for, for intelligence, just to, for intel and to see just how fucked up the community is right now, I spent $12. And for $12, you can ruin somebody's fun, man. Let me tell you. Yeah. Well, that's the issue is the cheaters were so prevalent, they were ruining the game for everybody else. And then I looked a little further into the website, and they have a service, a, a fucking service that even lets you buy pre-leveled accounts. So that way, if you get banned and you lose all your unlocks, because I started on a fresh account, a brand new account, just to try this cheat out in Warzone, which was not as effective as I could have been, because my personal account, I have every gun unlocked. I have every attachment for every gun unlocked. It's taken forever to unlock them all, but I've, I've leveled up all my weapons. So on a fresh account means I couldn't make a loadout. And making a loadout in Warzone is very important, because you can set your perks, and then you can also set your guns. So basically, I was cheating, and I was playing with only floor loot, and I still almost won three different games with no loadouts. That's ridiculous. Well, that tells you how overpowered those cheats really are, then. Because you're you're starting on a level one account, using the only loadouts that you can potentially get, if you even find one, are the five starter loadouts, which aren't great. Right, and And they have shit like Hardline and like... 
Yeah, you know, they, they, they don't. They don't have ghosts right. in Warzone. <laughs> right, they don't have ghosts. Um, and then you know you're running around with that and almost winning. That shows you how ridiculous these Chiefs can be. Um, you know, being able to have essentially what is a wall hack with a bunch of extra intel added plus an aimbot is twelve dollars. And for twelve dollars, I mean, you're basically paid twelve dollars to, you know, have not a 100% shot, but a very good shot at winning every game of Warzone you would play. Yep. Um, yeah, I, I would bet I would top five every game I played. I would bet. And so it is It is crazy. I understand why Activision is giving this guy a cease and desist, but that's really not enough. They have to put actual work in. And I understand that, you know, in the middle of a pandemic and all this other stuff like that, they may not want to hire real people to do this. But they really do. They need on the they need boots on the ground community managers <laughs> to go and look at the games Sorry. that are being played where people are being accused of cheating and review the footage when they, reports come through. They and do get these they, people they do have manual reviewers, mm -hmm. they just don't have enough of them. Well, they need to work on that and get a whole lot more because they need to start realistically. Yeah, I made very sure, very certain to to smartly play. Like, even uh, games when I obviously I was, had ESP and I could see everyone and exactly where they were at all times, I would still play with a heartbeat monitor. I would still, like, randomly look and do dumb things. I would still, like, you know, I, I basically mm -hmm. made it seem like I wasn't cheating because I didn't want my gameplay bots to get me banned because, A, I just made this new account, and B, I only found this out later after the, the 24 hours was up, Call of Duty now can do hardware bans, hardware ID bans. So oh. if they get if they get the serial number off your your graphics card, so you card, almost really fucked yourself. Well, I, the jury's still out. The next time they do a ban wave, I'll have to see. Yeah. Well, they could do a I, complete I could, whole Mac address uh, ban of your PC. <laughs> not a Mac address ban, but a hard yeah. hardware ban. Yeah, ah, they damn. they could they could have added my my batch of hardware uh my batch hardware ID to the list. I won't know until the next big ban wave. Um, but I did not cheat at all on my main account. I did not win any games, but I did aimbot. I did use walls. I did use ESP. Um, mm -hmm. And one time in the top three, I came across a second cheater who was way more blatant than I was. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It was a 1v2v2 situation. So me and my squad mate against another squad of two, which were on the opposite side of the circle. Uh, we were camping with cover. This guy runs in with an MP7 and just ghosts both of us. Instant aim locks on me downs me my teammate goes to revive me he snaps around the corner without seeing him i could see in my kill cam without seeing my teammate he instant snapped his head and then i die and we both get, you know get greased yeah well that's the thing about cheating in warzone right now is their entire youtube channel is dedicated to exposing cheaters in warzone um they yeah, basically I a, just I play warzone non-stop until they after come i kill them i kill somebody they'd be like thinking i was bullshitting so yeah. after you die in Warzone, if you don't have a gulag, if you die the second time, then you can spectate who killed you. And five or six different times I had people spectate me, and then instantly I had to start playing like I wasn't cheating because I didn't want yeah. to do Well, it happens because Warzone, Chris probably hasn't seen this, but in Warzone, in the top right corner where it shows like how many people you've killed and how many players yeah, are left, there's, there's, there's also a, a spectator counter. That's cool. It tells you how many now. people are watching you right now. Yeah, at one time I had three people watching me. So... I Some, threw the game. I threw the game and got fourth place. And yeah. they, they well, one of the way that Activision is is filtering out who they look at as cheaters is how many spectators they have had at any given time. 
and some players have had you know up to 10 spectators at a single time watch them throughout the entirety of a game which is highly unusual and this is because these people suspect them of cheating now the smart cheaters they look at their spectator count and they go okay a bunch of people are watching me so now i have to be careful and play like like i would actually play the game and then some people are just blatant and they don't care and they will continue to cheat and you're watching these people not just like lock onto people in a room no they're like lock onto people, people from out across of the, the sky map. out of the sky right yes they are snap aiming and when i say snap aiming i don't mean like their character is turning to aim at something i mean instantly their screen flashes to where a person would be and their sights are already on that person mm -hmm. and i'm talking like 100 meter away with iron sights on a full auto weapon they are lasering people from that distance yeah. every single shot and is hitting and it's not a flick <laughs> yeah so it is when you watch these people play and you watch how they cheat the biggest question everyone has had about the cheaters is why would someone cheat what fun do they have by cheating well once i got the intel that mm -hmm. i got out of the, my experience I haven't played Call of Duty since then, just because of the fact that I know how prevalent the bullshit is right now, and yeah. because I've also finished season five. I've unlocked everything there is to unlock. Oh wow! Nice. So, so I am done with season five battle pass. So I still will play Call of Duty, but I'm taking a little break right now because my little cheating experiment really got me shook. <laughs> well, it is. I, I understand the psychology of cheaters, though, right? Everyone who has played Call of Duty, especially since Modern Warfare came out, Modern Warfare is where Call of Duty became a very competitive game. And it's basically a bunch of guys like having dick measuring contests over who's good at Call of Duty. Mm -hmm. This is why there's so much shit talk. This is why the channels are so toxic. You know, the chats are so toxic all the time is because everyone wants to feed, everyone uses Call of Duty as an extension of their self validation. <laughs> Ooh, a lot of people are using it to to feel better about themselves in a way. Unrelated, but mm -hmm. Chuck is on Amazon Prime Video. I just thought people should keep up. <laughs> Wonderful. Hey, great show. Um, so the people who cheat, is they're cheating because they feel like there's no way for them to get better at the game by legitimately playing, or they just don't want to invest that time. Or they go, oh, everybody they else feel... is cheating, and then the excuse is, well, I'm going to cheat too because everybody else is. They do that too, but they want to... They want to feel like they have an honest shot at winning is the thing. They want to feel like they're not investing their time For nothing. over nothing and just dying in the first couple of rounds. So, I mean, we see this in the leaderboards all the time is the top of the leaderboards have these ridiculous scores because people just hack the leaderboards and put themselves at the top. It's like the fucking rock band motherfuckers that just hum. Sorry. Well, some people legitimately can't say <laughs> Yeah, that doesn't mean you should hum so you can get a fake-ass score above people that actually hit number one. But the, I don't know, it seems like a lot of people just want to feel like they're good at the game, and the way they do that is through cheating. And I think that... Bullshit. I'm not saying that it is Infinity Ward's fault or anybody's fault for allowing that. I think the issue is the environment around competitive games encourages cheating in a kind of way because no one has really figured out how to do skill-based matchmaking yet. And until they nail that down, until players feel like they're actually playing against people who aren't just going to crush them every time they get online, then people will probably continue to cheat. That's just one of the things that incentivizes cheating. So I think what Activision and Infinity War could do is work on looking at how to even the playing field in multiplayer wars out a bit pair people up who have similar stats 
instead of just dumping everybody into a game and saying good fucking luck. Yeah, my favorite thing that someone said that we need to do to fix cheating is just take anybody who's been flagged as a cheater and put them all in the same fucking matchmaking Didn't queue. Didn't someone anybody, do that? I think somebody did do that, yes. Anybody yes. that cheats only gets to play against other cheaters. Yes, there are several games that have actually implemented that. If you've been flagged as a PUBG, cheater... I think PUBG did that. Yes. Yeah. So instead of banning your account or punishing yeah, you in some... They let you keep playing, but you only get to play against yes. other fuckers. <laughs> exactly. So they'll just stick everybody who cheats in one lobby, and then it's really just battle of who's the best cheater. Who's got the best <laughs> aimbot? Who's got the best toggle? Yes. And I'm I think now those, just imagining those that matches are actually guys. kind of hilarious to watch, because you're just watching a bunch of people basically stand still and aimbot each other. <laughs> I, w I would love to watch a all cheaters room of Fall Guys play. <laughs> Everybody's floating around. Everybody fucking hyperspeed, flying across the map. But I don't know. I, I, it's a good experiment to try. I wouldn't try it myself. You're braver than I am, but. Yeah, I wanted to give it a mm -hmm. shot because I, I got tired of getting bullshitted. So I took yes. the uh, matters in my own hands. I recorded some clips of me cheating with and without the aimbot. Um, like I said, easy top fives every time. I never won a game. It's not like I trolled and just yeah. fucked around and, and killed, you know, 15 people and did it, like, real egregious until the end. When the uh, the hack, the way it, it works is it, it's an executable, um, and when you run it, it asks for your hash key that the website gives you after you pay. Mm. Uh, I paid with PayPal. So um, I put in the hash key, and then it starts a timer, basically. And once the timer hits zero, the hacks turn off. And I was curious how it would work if I was mid-game, what would happen. So towards the end, I got really egregious with the cheats. And uh, halfway through a game, my aimbot turned off. And then <laughs> fucking 60 seconds later, my ESP and my wall, wall hacks turned off. For a second, because I had turned the range down on my ESP to like 250 because the default is like 500 you can see everybody within 500 meters and it's just too much information on your screen because i can see their full name and their hp and like all this shit so i'm like let me turn the range down a little and then i'm like man nobody's around us like damn we're lucky and then i hear bullets and i'm like wait somebody's <laughs> here and then i'm like wait i can't see them wait <laughs> <laughs> all right i missed the timer run out yep uh, the timer ran out i didn't even realize well that's a so interesting thing to that i'm actually really like interested in the or I'm not interested but like that's a really cool thing that you checked out with that I, I know you didn't mention it the other night um I, I kind of saved it on purpose thank you um I did like hearing about your two wins though so that was always cool um yeah the two wins were legitimate yeah but I was I was mad about the bullshit in between and around before during and after the I two am. wins um so yeah, I did a little cheat experiment and like I said I didn't abuse it Mm -hmm. uh, I'm sure I pissed some people off, and to those people, I apologize. And now I'm like, all right, we need to figure out a way to reach out to them and make sure you don't get banned. Um. <laughs> yeah, if I get hard, fucking hardware ID banned, I already looked into it. I can get around it. Yeah. Uh, I just have to buy a new graphics card that's the same as my current <laughs> one, swap it out, RMA that one, and then also reinstall Windows. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, so I can get around a hardware ban. The worst case scenario, I I've looked up how to get around it. But that's another thing I wanted to mention. Even if you get hardware banned, doesn't mean anything because you can fucking reinstall Windows and get a fresh hardware ID, True. which is what cheaters are doing. I didn't even think about that. Well, luckily, most of the people who are cheating, I don't think, are smart enough to understand how to do those kinds of things on their own and will probably end up bricking their computers. You're right, but the cheat developer, who I will not name, leaves a guide on their Smith. website for people who have been hardware Smith. ID banned in order to get around it. Well, all I'm saying is I flashed my bio server the weekend, and that was scary in and of itself. Yeah, so. yeah. 
right, well, I was um, going to say, let's move on to uh, probably the, the news that I give a shit about, but nobody else does. Dave, I already mentioned this too earlier this week. The Boys Season 2! Yeah, you know. Um, no. <laughs> we got, finally, after rumors and, and leaks and all that fun shit, uh, Nintendo finally dropped a very quick 16-minute Mario 30th anniversary Nintendo Direct. 35th um, yeah, what did I say, 30th? You said 30th. Okay, I'm just talking fast. Um, 35th. 35th. <clears throat> Mario's a little bit older than us, that's all. Um, <laughs> not as old as Mario. <laughs> We're as old as the Game Boy, though. Uh, but no, they dropped a couple of ha- a handful of games. Some things really interesting, some things kind of eh. Uh, things, some things that are cute, super expensive, so I will not be buying them. Um so we they start off with uh talking about they are releasing a you know how everybody loves their classic devices you got the nes classic the super nintendo classic uh they announced the the game and watch game and watch classic it's it's just a a game and watch system that plays super mario bros uh <laughs> and it can uh it plays Oh, yeah, it just plays right It's the... literally like a, a Game Boy, basically. Yeah, but you can only play Super Mario Bros. And it works as an alarm clock and some other shit that nobody really cares about. But it's, it's cute. I thought it was a cute idea. Um, they announced this is the one that was too super expensive and I won't be buying. I just wish I could. Uh, Mario Kart Live Home Circuit. Which, Nate, have you watched any of this? I know Dave. I told him to. I also know that he probably didn't. Um, I watched portions of... I watched basically like a supercut of it that just covered yeah. like the really important stuff real quick in about five minutes. I did see the Mario Kart Home Circuit thing, which is I think is a neat adorable. idea. Adorable! I love the idea. It is a Mario Kart game where you create your own tracks by using a actual Mario Kart in the real world, and with its little augmented reality camera bullshit, you can draw out your own tracks in your house and play it from your Switch. Uh, there is multiplayer, but what that entails is having multiple of those devices as well as multiple switches. <laughs> so yeah. it's a little bit overpriced when it gets to that point. Um, especially because I believe the game in the the little cart, because they have a Mario and a Luigi announced, I'm sure they'll bring out other versions if it does well. Um, but they are, I believe, $100 each. Uh, which... <laughs> Which, when you think about it, yes, that's expensive, but also... It's, it's it, the camera. Well, it's you're paying... Think of it like you're paying, I'd say, 40 50 for the game, and then the rest is that tech. Um, in the little, like, banner things that you set up as checkpoints, basically. Uh, it's cute. I thought it was adorable. If I, one, had kids, uh, or a house that doesn't have enough shit in it that I could actually make... A yeah, I was gonna track. say you could try you and make a track, except you're, you're just gonna have pain. to you're gonna have to avoid the cats. Yeah, <laughs> moving obstacles. Hey, I mean Mario Kart tracks have those. <laughs> um, they also announced that Super Mario 3D Worlds, which was like the last Wii U Switch that people or Wii U port that people were waiting on, I think at this point. Uh, Didn't they say they're porting it with some DLC? Yeah, there's the, they're bringing the game over, and they are adding this new DLC called Bowser's, Bowser's Fury. Fury. I always want to say Bowser's, Furry. Bowser's Fury. Yeah, I keep saying Furry because the the trailer that they show is like a super stormy, rainy day, zooming in on a giant um, 
what looks like a spiky version of the Be the, right back. the cat bell power up. Mm-hmm. Um, but hey, it looks cute. I'm excited. Um, they announced that the original, the like the OG Super Mario All Stars pack is coming to uh, Nintendo Switch Online, which is awesome. I think you might be able to buy it separately. I can't remember if that was actually sold separately. But that's the one that includes. Super Mario Bros., Super Mario Bros., the last, the Lost Levels, which was just, I think, uh, it's the second game in Japan or something. Um, yeah. Super Mario Bros. 2, which is the weird one that's actually Doki Doki Panic, mm-hmm. or whatever the fuck, Paradise, whatever the fuck it is. Uh, and then, of course, Mario Bros. 3, which is, like, everybody's, like, favorite for some reason. I don't understand why. It's got the Tanuki suit. Um, <laughs> my, one of my favorite things that they announced was Super Mario Bros. 35, which is basically Super Mario Bros. Battle Royale. <laughs> now, have you seen this, Nate? Have you seen it? Was this thrown into that little... I don't believe I've seen this, no. So, have did you, you ever... Did you guys talk about the, the All-Stars? I like the All-Stars idea. Hold like, on. Three, no, 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 not that one. We haven't got there yet. I talked about the old-school All-Stars. That was the classic games. Um... And now that that's coming, uh, the next thing is coming after this part. I'm talking about Super Mario Bros. 35, which is did either either of you see Tetris 99? Yes. Yes. Okay. So think of that Battle Tet- Royale yeah. Tetris. Think of that Tetris 99 idea where you have your main screen and you have the screens of every other player on the sides. Take that, play it with Mario games, where as you kill things and get points and score and all that, those enemies get teleported to the other people's games. <laughs> like I stomp on a Goomba, it goes to somebody else? Basically. Um, and it, it, just like in Tetris 99, you can choose if you want it to do random, the people with the highest score, the people that are, are uh, or, ahead or of you or whatever. Somebody. Yeah, you can directly attack individual people. Uh, it's a really cool idea, and I'm really excited to check it out. Uh, it is weirdly, and this is one of the first of the bizarre hey, we're Nintendo, we do weird, stupid shit. Um, it comes out October 1st, but it's only playable until the end of March next year. Uh, hmm. So April 1st, you will not be able to play Super Mario Bros. 35. Um, That's a weird limited release it kind of is. thing. So in my head, I'm jokingly thinking of what else they could do. And I'm like, what if the idea is they rotate out different versions of this game? You have Mario Bros., then you have a Zelda, then you have a Mar- Metroid. That would be really fucking cool. Will they do that? Probably not, but it would be cool. (laughs) Uh, So the last big thing that they announced was is what was leaked more than anything, which was Super Mario 3D All Stars. Uh, This includes Super Mario 64, Super Mario Sunshine, the GameCube game, the only Mario GameCube game, um, and Super Mario Galaxy. Now only Galaxy won, and this is where. This is where things started to go bad for whiny Nintendo fans. Um, no Galaxy 2! Exactly. It's a much better game! And that's exactly what it was. They're all whiny and complaining that they aren't getting Mario Galaxy 2, which in oh, their poo-poo-poo. opinion was better than the first one. I, When I played Mario Galaxy 2, I'm like, I feel like this is just the same game. Why am I playing the same game? Um, Even if they want Super Mario Galaxy 2, be grateful <laughs> that Nintendo is porting Super Mario Galaxy at all well these three so here's the thing super mario 64 has been available on other consoles super mario galaxy has been available on the wii u after it was put out on the wii sunshine has from what i remember i don't think sunshine has been available yet i think it was just just gamecube 
Yeah. But also, like people fail to realize, Nintendo is not great about moving their older titles on the newer consoles. They're not great so, about oh, about a lot. Yeah, that well, that's online true, services. This is one of those things that I can give Nintendo honest praise for because it is giving people like myself the opportunity to play games that we have not played before. Yeah. In all three of those, time. I was gonna say all three oh, of those yeah. games are really fucking good games. I, Mario sixty four might not look the prettiest, but it's still a fun fucking game. And um, they are upscaling the resolutions. Yeah, obviously, obviously so you can look at two whole polygons in ten eighty. Well, I was gonna say uh, Mario sixty four is the one that's getting the least treatment visually from what we've seen. It's still in the original aspect ratio, I think. Um, but I think they're fixing Galaxy and... Uh, yeah, the other two are getting a better paint job. Yeah, 6 by 9 that doesn't hurt my eyes at all. Um, so yeah, I'm excited about that. Uh, the one weird, again, the weird downside It's like when, when you bought a PS2 or a PS1 to play Spyro, and you finally got it plugged into your TV, and you're like, what the fuck is this? Because it's in a weird-ass Oh my god. Was... I play a PS. I play a PS2 on a 55 fucking inch TV. It is the most disgusting thing you have ever seen. <laughs> Why don't you just play the re-released version, the remaster? Be- well, now you can, but at the time you bought your PlayStation. <laughs> yeah, because there's no remastered version of Dark Cloud or Dark Cloud 2 or fucking. Well, Onimusha. that's not what we're talking. About. Hey, whoa, no, actually, I'm pretty sure there's an Onimusha. Up there's an Onimusha one remaster. There's uh, none for the rest of the games. Well, because the first one didn't do well enough. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so the, the the big weird thing, again, this is another one. This comes out on uh, September 18th. Um, I already bought it. I got it digitally. Whatever. I was planning on getting it anyway. Um, it is being pulled from being sold both physically and digitally at the end of March next year. So get it now because they're only making X of them. Well, so that's the thing. Nintendo's doing the Disney thing where they're just vaulting all of their content. Yeah, because this is the weirdest part. Oh, well, we'll rotate it out. It's not just physical anymore. It used to be, okay, we're putting out... Because I I believe, if I remember correctly, the original Mario All-Stars game was a limited release. It was released for a certain amount of time and you can get it. But that was back in only physical days. Um, But now we're in the world of digital... And the fact that they're making a limited available digital title is the just only thing, weird. The only thing that, that makes me think that they might be doing that is because they plan to, in the future, bundle it with all the hardware they sell. Possibly. I think the other thing that a lot of people... There's been a couple of different things. One, it's the, oh, they're trying to push it as this is a collector a collector's item. Right, um, limited time. Which item. I can see I could see Nintendo doing. They've done it before with their uh, with the, collect, the classic consoles and all that. Um or even the fucking controllers that they put out for the collector console. Uh, the Oh no, just for the online Switch stuff. Um, the other thing people are thinking about is the possibility of the, the reason they're doing that is in the future they plan on bringing Nintendo 64 to the console. Like you can buy, either buy the games or it's part of the online subscription. Uh, and then that might extend to the, the GameCube and eventually maybe the Wii, Wii U system or Wii U libraries. Um, and that, of course, is Nintendo. If Nintendo is really planning on trying to make this library of games and this online service last for a while, which who knows? There's now we, we're waiting on rumors um, that next year they're planning on releasing a brand new Switch, a Switch Plus, basically. Um, which, in all honesty, knowing me, I will get. I that I've already told myself. 
the next console that comes out, I'm not getting a PlayStation 5. I'm not getting an Xbox Series X. Uh, the S is still questionable. It all depends on if it holds up to power-wise of the X. Um, but I mo- more more likely will get the new Switch. Uh, just because Nintendo. I, I love Nintendo games, and they're the only games that I don't I don't see porting over to a PC anytime soon. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Everything else I can play on PC for the most part. Hell, I could be, I could be playing Horizon Zero Dawn right now on PC if I wanted to. How weird yeah. is that? Um, but no, I, I, I for what this was this twenty this thirty fifth anniversary kind of direct for them to just talk about Mario and put out a, a good chunk of games. They were talking about a little bit of exclusive content for other existing games, but most of that's mobile, and I'm like, I'm good. Oh, you know what? They are putting it out, uh, I believe next year, there will be Super Mario-themed furniture coming to Animal Crossing, so... <laughs> oh, boy. Might be, might be looking at that. I have played in forever. I know, me too. My island probably is all weeds everywhere. I'm gonna guess that most of my villagers are just in limbo, ready to move out until I turn my game back on. No, that's actually not a thing. They don't move out while you're not there. Okay. Luckily. Because uh, I well, did that get is scared. Good. I was afraid that my octopus friend was gone when I came back. Mm. Alright, well, on to some other topics here, since we're running kind of long. I mean, we're only an hour and 17 minutes in. Yeah. Well, you had made a note here about Division oh, no, no. 2. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, yeah. I thought you were going to say the note about keeping it to an hour and a half, because but that was oh, no. last no, week. No, no, no. no, you have a note here about Division 2. Um, yeah. I had read about this earlier in the week, because Division 2 is still a game I like, I just don't play that often anymore. So Division 2 is getting a 100-story skyscraper mode. It's called The Summit. Yep. It's a new PvP, PvE mode. Um, and people have just jokingly decided to call it uh, The Raid. Yes. It is the raid. It is sort of all the lines, fucking hundred floors. It is. Hey, we're not gonna bring. It's, up, don't. Why would you even bring up sort of the lines? I don't know. It's an interesting. It's an interesting piece of endgame content. It is a one hundred story skyscraper that you fight your way from floor to floor on with as many people as you want in a party, up to four, just like normal mm-hmm. PVE content in Division. Um, as you go up these floors, the enemies, of course, get harder and harder to the point where you are fighting only elite enemies, which all have yellow health bars and are super hard to kill and do a lot of damage to you. Mm-hmm. Um, some of them are going to get even more challenging with environmental factors like EMP jammers and stuff like that, which enemies have already had in Division 2, but these things basically disable your skills which means that you're just left down to your guns until you can destroy these EMP jammers, which become a challenge in and of themselves because you're also trying to not get shot while doing that. Um, There's going to be floors with, like, only drones, which are super annoying and hard to kill sometimes. Uh, There's going to be a lot of different mix-up and changes from floor to floor, but the idea is that each floor becomes more challenging, but the higher floors that you get to without your party getting wiped, the better loot you receive in return. So, I don't know if... I'm trying to skim through to see if it says it, but have you seen anything where it says if you... Do you have to start at floor one every time you play this mode? I have not heard anything about that, but I assume that's the way it would start. Yeah. And I guess if Ubisoft feels like tweaking it afterwards, there'll be a way to quote-unquote save the floor you died on and then start from that point and move up. 
Yeah. Um, or like start at every 10th floor kind of thing. Yeah. Um, other games have had similar concepts. The Honkai Impact 3rd, the anime Wii waifu game that I played, has had a mode like that for a long time. And it's actually competitive amongst the players. Um, you get better rewards depending on what ranking you fall into at the end of the cycle. Um, so it looks like uh, the Division 2 is squaring up for that kind of thing. It's inter it's especially interesting for endgame players because Division 2 has been one of those games Ubisoft has been really good about updating with more content that lasts long enough to keep endgame players interested in continuing to play because there's always room to improve upon what you have. Um, there is no best gear set. There is no you know, 100% guaranteed to win meta in Division 2. It is constantly evolving and constantly changing in a way where, you know, I went from a build that was all about, like, taking stuff out at range and being very methodical and, you know, single-targeting DPS enemies to a build that is balls to the wall, I have a shield and a shotgun, and I'm going to run at you and keep shooting until you die, <laughs> until one of us ends up dead. <laughs> like, that is the build that I enjoy playing the most, um, and it comes with a minigun, so yeah. that's cool too. Yeah. <laughs> a minigun that recharges my armor the more I shoot stuff with it. <laughs> so it is. Division Two is an insanely fun game, honestly. Um, it's not a game for everybody, of course, but uh, it is. It's good at what it does, and it's one of the best formulas as far as a game with a combat loop goes. A combat loop and it is solid and nothing ever really gets boring in the game, even when doing the same missions over and over again. So, weirdly, real quick, uh, there's some rumors that just came out not too long ago. Whether or not they're confirmed in any way. Uh, the like rumor come out. A couple of different sites have been uh, reporting from insiders that uh, Disney has already made the decision on what they're doing with Black Panther 2. Um, mm -hmm. and that is to they're moving forward with not having T'Challa in it at all having him have died off screen in some way uh, mm -hmm. in, it, in it going forward with Shuri taking up the role of Black Panther mm. which, well, which again that to me is the most obvious choice uh, as long as they do it in some as long as they do it respectfully I'm yeah. perfectly fine with it well I think I mean, they've got their work cut out for them. I'm sure Disney will make, you know, whatever decision they honestly feel is going to profit the most. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, regardless. So, no, I'm excited for this new Division 2 mode, though. I'm excited yeah. to this jump is, back this in is and a mode this that, thing. Th this is a mode that if I was a Division player, I would have been like, oh, this is definitely going to bring me back. I would definitely want to check this out. Um because I'm also, it, I've never been a fan of, because I know a big part of Division 2 was always the the PV, PvP areas, right? The uh, What are they called? Dark Zones or some shit? They're like called that? Dark Zones, yeah, and um, the PvP now has become more optional than it has ever been before. Really? Okay. There's almost no, I, the last time I played Division 2 when the New York expansion came out, um, I played through that entire thing. I went back and started doing more stuff in DC, joined a couple raids, got a lot of good loot and stuff like that. And when I finally put the game down, it's just because I was burnt out on grinding through Battle Pass content, more or less. Yeah. And there was a long wait times between content. They basically introduced five new bosses into the game, but they were structured in tiers where one was released like every, I think, three weeks or so. So I would beat one like inside of a week. And 
then just wait for the next boss to be able to to be able to fight. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it was a little it was a little tiring for me, I guess is the best word I could use. Um, but having this continuous flow of content now with this hundred floors and feeling like I'm getting as long as the loot as loot is tiered right, if I feel like I'm getting proper reward for my investment, mm -hmm. then I could see myself playing a lot of that. Oh, okay. So I have one little fun bit of news. Uh, it's stupid fun kind of shit. So a while back, people have put in a lot of time and effort and found what was the Minecraft basically the Minecraft main menu world. The seed for the world that shows when you're sitting on the, the start screen, you just see the world scrolling behind it. Um, which was cool. I thought that was a cool idea. Well, now they've gone a little bit further <laughs> and uh, the the base world file, the one that is on every single world when you start up where it's a little hill with trees on it and a little bit of waterfall and you see a pig in the water. Uh, people have found that seed you can now play the seed from the the base world save picture that every single world starts with that's pretty neat it's the it's the dumbest news it's just stupid fun in my opinion i'm like i'm, I'm definitely gonna load this shit up see what i can find in it <laughs> um I just, thought, I just thought that was a fun little news thing no that is pretty neat um just makes me want to go play, go back and play Minecraft more. You guys want to play well, Minecraft? I could play Minecraft again. I don't mind playing Minecraft. What about you, Dave? Dave? I think Dave's asleep. I'm, I'm here. I'm eating chicken wings. I'm down. Oh, oh man. <laughs> I wanna ch I've been thinking about having chicken wings all day. Well, moving on to just the last few things here. Some tech-based news for people who are into this kind of thing. Um, NVIDIA hit a, a, a thing behind a, a, a bucket of spatulas. NVIDIA basically just punched all graphics cards around the world square in the balls um, and kind of wrecked next-gen console enthusiasm <laughs> um, by revealing their new 30 series graphics cards. Mm-hmm. So they did a reveal event this week. I didn't watch all of it. I was more interested in the actual specs of the graphics card, what the form factor is going to be like, which is just fancy talk for how does the fucking thing look and fit inside of a case. Um, and comparing it to what's currently out on the market. I am currently running a Radeon 5700 XT, which is kind of one of their flagship cards right now from Radeon. How does it fit inside of a computer? It doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> well, the 3080 graphics cards are actually, or the 30 series graphics cards are actually, you know, not as big as people would think, really. They're not, you know, humongous. You, by you know the 3090, eight. the top of the line one, is humongous. It takes oh, up yeah. three slots. Yeah, it is a three-slot card. It's kind of stupid. <laughs> I don't kind. believe the 3080 is three slots, but I don't know. Either. No, it's two yeah, slots. The 3080 is a two-slot card. Yeah. Um, but they do have the 3070, the 3080, and the 3090, um, which follows their traditional pattern of graphics cards, even though I right. think the entry level, Entry level, premium, and then balls to the wall. Yes. Now, this still isn't as insane as NVIDIA has ever gotten with graphics cards. The Titan X is still out, and if you 
need a Titan for any reason, I question the kinds of things you do with your computer on a regular basis. Hey, man, the top secret CIA government shit, don't worry about it. Especially the people who SLI to Titan attends together. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> um, My computer's going to Mars. Don't mind, you know, don't mind me. Well, here's the thing. is a lot of people who bought 2080 graphics cards a while ago, especially the RTX 2080, they are pissed off right now. <laughs> Yeah, because for basically the same price, you're gonna be able to get something that that's yes. uh, so you know, the thirty seventy performance improvement. Yes, the thirty seventy, which already tops the twenty eighty, and that's the bottom level thirty series. It's like two hundred dollars cheaper. Five hundred bucks right now. People yeah. are trying to sell their current twenty eighties for around that price point. <laughs> right. Um, the thirty eighty graphics card is going to be around seven hundred dollars. Um, they haven't. I don't think they've noted if any of these cars are going to have the TI suffix added to them, which is always basically an extra bump in performance on that current series of card. Um, they haven't announced any super variants of these cards yet or anything like that. Um, the card design is nice and simplistic. It's a little less edgy than previous NVIDIA graphics cards have looked. Of course, third-party manufacturers are already going to release their own versions. We've got versions coming out from MSI and Gigabyte already. Um... So it's interesting to see, you know, what kind of stuff is going to come out now that this technology is available. What are developers really going to do now that they have access to all this extra, you know, graphics computing power? Um, currently, the game that's eating up the most resources from a GPU is the newest Microsoft Flight Simulator. Um, it's basically what crisis was back in the day for graphics cards it is how to torture your graphics card and see if it holds up um but i mean even with my graphics card a, a 5700 xt um like i said that's radeon's flagship card it renders stuff really well it everything on my monitor looks really sharp when i'm using this graphics card you know getting balls to the wall fps on certain games stuff like that um but the 3080 alone still blows that card out of the water i paid about 400 bucks for this card which means that i could pay 500 for a 3070 and still get an improvement um but it's interesting to see again where they're going to go with that uh we'll really have to wait till they come out and people can start getting their hands on them and benchmarking them to see where they kind of fall and if it's if price to performance in this case is worth it or if people are going to just wait for a while before purchasing a brand new shiny toy to shove in their case. Um, I know I'm not getting it. Yeah. So, well, the last thing, as far as tech news is concerned, this isn't really news, it's more just sales. Just, a touch, just a touch back on the video card real quick. I mm -hmm. do plan on getting a 3090, but not until they go down in price. And if they don't go down in price by, let's say, tax time next year, I'll get a 3080. And by that time, it'll probably have gone down in price. Yeah. Hmm. Well, for people who haven't built a PC in a while, it may just be time to consider building a whole new machine together. There's new motherboards on the market. There's new processors coming out soon. That's my AMP. plan. That's my plan is I'm going to either play piecewise and sell my PC or I will um, uh, build a fresh one and find out what to do with this one. Yeah. See, well, that's the thing. If I, if I were to do it, I would build a second PC so I can have one for one thing and one for the mm -hmm. other thing so I don't have everything well, running off of one. For certain people, your PC in particular, because we already went over this when you got that new drive, is you would need a new build to even keep up. Oh, yeah. The chipset on your motherboard is obsolete at this point. Um, that was the same thing with my old computer. Is that chip obsolete. Do... It's going to work 
for everything he's playing right now, but yeah. moving forward, it's, it's obsolete. When I say that it's obsolete, what I'm referring to specifically is that the motherboard has no future upgrade path to it anymore. Right. My, the, new, the new hardware is going to use stuff that you don't have access. My mm -hmm. old 970 chipset is an AM3 Plus socket for processors. They don't make AM3 Plus processors anymore. Everything's AM4 now. So that chipset is obsolete, and it only supports DDR3 RAM. Um, DDR5 is the new hotness, I think. Yes. Well, DDR5 and DDR6. Most graphics cards, including the 30 series graphics cards that are coming out, and my graphics card right now, use GDDR6 for their VRAM. Um, most RAM that you find, traditional RAM, what people think of, the stuff that goes in a DIMM slot on your motherboard is still DDR4 right now. Um, and that stuff may not get upgraded for a while just because it's not cost-effective for manufacturers to do so. BRB. Um, anyway, very last thing that I have is there is currently a sale on the Western Digital Black Series um, NVMe M.2 drives. Um, I have one of these in my case currently as my main boot drive. Mm -hmm. They are very fast. My computer boots in maybe five seconds from literally no power, completely dead, to Windows starting up and ready to use five-second boot time. Yeah. And it's, um, it, it, it's booting up great. You just can't play video games. <laughs> I can play video games. They're everything but Call of Duty. <laughs> um, the I just upgraded from a B450 chipset from MSI to a B550. So I actually have two separate M.2 slots on my motherboard right now. Um, both come with a heat sink that is on the motherboard itself to cover up the drive with, which just makes it look a lot better. Um, but regardless of all that, their drives currently, um, you can get a 250 gig drive for only $55. The normal list price was 77. You can get a one terabyte drive currently, it went from 234 to 134. So literally $100 off, you could get an NVMe drive for that's a terabyte for $135, which is a fucking steal, honestly. Um, and it is worth price to performance on these 100%. It is absolutely worth it. You have an M.2 slot on your mother on your motherboard, and you're looking to upgrade a drive or add an additional drive because you have additional slots. The Western Digital Black Series drives, the SN um, 750 drives, are. 100% the way to go right now. They're comparable drives with comparable performance, but they will cost you a lot more money. And the um, read-write speed on the, those are all really good. Well, it's really good. NVMe in particular is what people need to pay attention to. M.2 is a form factor. It just describes the physical dimensions of that drive and what it plugs into. People have gotten fooled by this before because they think M.2 refers to a drive somehow being faster than a SATA drive. It doesn't. You want specifically an NVMe drive because that refers to the read-write technology built into that drive. That's what I just said. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but anyway, worth it 100%. Again, currently on West on Western Digital's website, you can get one of these for 135 bucks for a terabyte. 100% worth your money and time to just get one and install it. Bottom line. <laughs> Yeet. Um I was going to say, last bit of news then anyway, uh, Minecon, which, uh, back to Minecraft, um, not happening obviously this year, no no Minecon in person, uh, they're going to be doing Minecraft Live 
So we'll be getting new updates for actual Minecraft, both versions of Minecraft, uh, and I believe as well as updates. I can't wait to play it on the HoloLens. <laughs> oh, God. Um, <laughs> but we'll also be getting new updates for the not Diablo. Was it Minecraft Dungeons? Um, which I have not touched in forever. Uh, I don't know if Lou and I will ever go back to play any more of that game. Um, but yeah. I'm, I installed it, but I never played it. Yeah, I, I enjoy all the new shit. Uh, they're doing another thing where the people will be able to vote on the new mob. Um, they It looked like they had a couple of things showing off with new, bat, new mob villains. Because uh, there's already the there's the illagers i couldn't remember the names the the evil looking villagers uh there's a couple of new ones in there with new abilities which look cool um and for some reason it looks like we're gonna get rams not just sheep but rams as well uh <laughs> so i don't know i like i said minecraft i still play it i always will play it who gives a fuck how old you are minecraft's awesome um and i would say the last thing i wanted to bring up which is more news about the podcast in general uh we are and i know i haven't talked to haven't said it to either of you i don't think uh but we are moving back to having a podcast every weekend now does that mean that you're gonna hear nate and dave every weekend like you're gonna hear me no uh there's a working title for another podcast we're gonna be doing uh with just me and kim my wife uh her planned idea for the name is Oh, fuck, what was it? We need to talko? We need to talko. <laughs> and at first I'm like, oh god, that sounds horrible. It sounds like a dating advice podcast. But the more we talked about it, I think I kind of like that. So we might be having another podcast just called We Need to Talko. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I, in all honesty, I have hit the point where I miss doing this every weekend. Um, mm-hmm. And with me doing it more often, I feel like I'll be able to get through some bullshit that we don't need to talk about on off weeks, maybe. Uh, obviously, we are not going to be talking about gaming news anywhere near as much. If anything comes up that she gives a shit about, yeah, sure. But that is very, very, very rarely. Uh, 100% that will be where we talk about Portal 3, if that ever fucking happens. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I she's excited. She wanted to get into more content, and I just wanted to do more content, because... I like talking. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, look forward to that. Our first, our, our uh, test pilot, basically, next weekend. Um, and this will most likely be our last Sunday podcast, because moving forward, what happens, Dave? Football! <laughs> <laughs> so I think I looked at, let me double check the calendar. I think we might have one sun- Saturday game. I put it back on the list so I didn't miss things. Let's see. Oh, I need to change that. Ravens. No, actually, it looks like we might be clear. There might not be any Saturday games. Or if college games get canceled, they might adjust the current schedule and play some of the Sunday games on Saturday. Oh, yeah. I know how sports work. Oh, I know. Sorry, I had a thing marked off on my calendar and I didn't know what it was and then I just remembered what it was. Um, yeah. Huh. So I know you're are you excited for are you excited for football to come back? You have no idea. Yeah? Okay. <laughs> I mean I'm excited only because I did a fantasy draft yesterday, so now I have to pay attention to more football than ever. 
You did a fantasy draft? Yeah, he did a fantasy did. draft. So, guys at my work, they decided to organize a fantasy draft, which is why I couldn't do the podcast yesterday, because it started at the same time we would be recording. Um, we did a fantasy draft. What, what, pick, what pick did you get? Well, the thing is, is I was late, so a lot of my stuff ended up getting auto-picked. Right. But the auto-pick was set for the best available player in a position at a time. Um, let me try to bring up my roster right now. So, currently, who I have on my just main line up first, um, Dak, Pre Dak Prescott in the QB slot. Um, I have Dalvin Cook for running back. Oh, let's go with I've got Miles Sanders um, yep, for running back. The problem is, is he is currently questionable. Yeah, he's uh, he got hurt in practice. Or got hurt in practice. Yes. Um, Devontae Adams for wide receiver. Uh, Chris good. Godwin is second wide receiver. He's good. Um, I've got Tyler Hybe as my tight end. He was the best available pick. Higby. Higby. Sorry. Higby. Is he from the Rams? He is from the Rams. Yeah, it's a decent pick. Um, he is the best available. If he was their best, he's the best available option at tight end. Yeah, we've got Allen Robinson the second. Um, he's as a good wide receiver. receiver. He's your flex receiver. I've got the Ravens defense. Nice. And I've got Matt Prater as my kicker. He's from the Detroit Lions. I would get rid of Matt Prater. He's old as shit. He's gonna miss a lot of kicks this year. He could. Um, I kind of picked him as a gap because a lot of my players ended up having the same bye weeks. Ah, gotcha. Um, yeah, yeah, so you're going to have to be careful because one week you're going to have to pick some people up off the waiver wire. So my bench involves a lot of gap fillers as well. Um, Tom Brady is a QB. He's on the Bucks now. Oh, man. Yeah, between Tom Brady and Dak, that's a tough one. Dak yeah. Shepard? Well, everyone in our draft, of course, went with Lamar Jackson. The problem is, is the... It goes into like a roulette for the first pick. And the way it should have should have worked is of course pick Lamar Jackson. Is it should have snaked. So like if you pick eleventh out of twelve people, then that means you pick the second time, second round. You don't pick twenty second. You pick, you know, fourteenth. Uh, so it goes like one through twelve and then twelve through one and then one through twelve and then twelve through one. So if you were actually there, you might have gotten two picks back to back. Yes. Well, I that happened to me. That up. happened to me one year. I got the twelfth and the thirteenth pick because I was the twelfth person to draft. So I got the pick last, but then I got the pick first right after. Mm -hmm. Well, I I filled a lot of stuff in my bench as well. Um, Is it eight teams or uh, or how many teams are, are playing? I have to look again. Um, eight or twelve. But we got Devin Singletary as bench running back. Um, Bears. Half year. Jared Cook as a tight end. Yeah, he could be good. He's um he's older, but he's playing with Drew Brees and the Saints. Yeah, Deontay Johnson for wide receiver. I have the Patriots defense as a bench. Um, Tariq yeah, Cohen. I would ditch the Patriots defense. for running back, and uh, Josh Lambeau for kicker. Um, yeah, you don't need two kickers. I would drop one of your kickers and then uh, pick up somebody useful. Yeah. So. And that was well, football yeah, he time. Was, he was set up as, as another gap fill to cover a bye week. Yeah, Chris, um, most of our games are Sunday. I think we have one Monday night and one Thursday night. Yeah, game. I saw the one Thursday. I didn't see the Monday, but I was probably scrolling too fast. Um, I think we have... I think we have two Thursday night games. Yes, we have eight teams currently in our league. That's fine. Eight teams are... are uh, 
those leagues are easy because there's a smorgasbord of talent. When you play in a 12-team league, it's tougher. It's a lot tougher because that's four extra teams worth of players that you can't pick from in the like waiver wire and such. Yeah. Well, the matchups are coming up, of course, this week. Um, I'm matched up against my current supervisor, Josh. Um, my old supervisor, Dave, is matched up against a new guy in support, Dwayne. And, Dwayne. of course, we've got a couple other matchups as well. That's cool. Um, I, uh, I have a draft tomorrow, uh, tomorrow morning. Well, my team is currently named We Paid the Refs. <laughs> nice. Dave, what's your team name? Uh, it depends on who I draft. Last year, I was also hard university. Oh, yeah. Well, you used that. I think you used that before, didn't you? Yeah, ball so hard. Because I know we did, uh, a couple years back, we did... Were you on the one with Lou? Nope. No, I thought, for some reason, I thought you were with, did that one with us. I did one. That was Somebody a weird else year. Uh, I know we were constantly changing Nate, our Nate names, too. Nate has Dak Prescott, so he could do cool stuff. He could change names stuff like Dak to the Future. I'm not changing my team name to Dak to the Future. You can change it as much as you want. Yeah. I know. I'll consider something different later on, depending on how long I am in this league. <laughs> um, well, you, draft, you could try and get wide receiver Brandon Cooks, and then you could have Dalvin Cook and Brandon Cooks, and you could call your team name Too Many Cooks. Too Many well, Cooks. I'm also hoping that the trades will work in my favor later on in this season. Um, you could make your thing, may the trades be ever in your favor. Well, what he said. Yes. Essentially what happens is, you know, I've got a good player. Someone else has got a good player. They've scored a lot of points, you know, that week or in a last couple weeks. And we decide like, Oh, well, a buy is coming up for this player and I can't use him anymore you know, your player doesn't have a buy this week, but can fill a gap in your team, so do you want to trade? That's the kind of stuff that goes on with fantasy football, at least. Um, this is my first ever full fantasy football draft, before I've done Survivors and stuff like that. But... I don't know why All I'm right. still letting the podcast go. <laughs> well, thank you for listening to another episode of Space Time Taco, <laughs> including Football Talk. Go. Football. Fantasy Foot Taco. <laughs> uh, if you like what you do, what we do, what you listen to, all that fun shit, just search Space Time Taco on all the social media. Uh, we'll be... I need to finalize the streaming. No, I can't finalize the streaming thing until one person sees if their computer can actually stream and the other one finishes his room. Uh, but I'll, be, I'll still be streaming on Tuesdays and Thursdays. A <laughs> pirate. <laughs> <laughs> what? I'm pretty sure my computer can stream. I just need to see if one game will work. Well, <laughs> let's just not play that one game. Um, <laughs> you can play. You, I want to stream Minecraft. That would be great. Let's do it. All right, let's get a modded Minecraft server. Play some some weird Minecraft mod shit. All right, go inside and play a video game. Game. Just one game. Also, you know all the other shit. Vote. Get registered. Go vote. For the slightly saner candidate? No, we're not allowed to push our, our views, right? That's the thing. Not really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Uh, don't fuck up. That's not I'm a view. Vote don't for Taco up. Bell to bring back spicy potatoes, not because I like them. Yo, okay, real quick. I will say we're going to have a memorial on, on stream. Um, <laughs> for spicy potatoes? No, for the Mexican pizza. <laughs> 
may it rest in peace. I believe its final days are upon us. Um, did anyone really like the Mexican pizza? I did, no. you motherfucker. No. <laughs> Not only that, do you know there were certain areas that they tested out the Mexican pizza crunch wrap? It was a Mexican pizza inside of a Crunchwrap Supreme. That's All right, cool. Like- that meant in the podcast. <laughs>